Football is back, and BetMGM is inviting new customers to join the huddle and enjoy the action like never before. Sign up today using bonus code CHAMPION, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. You'll also have instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, player props, and boosted odds specials. Just download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. The Bet MGM app is the perfect way to experience the excitement of wagering on live sports now in more markets than ever. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for Occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply. Stop. 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 The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 3230. 3232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun, and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Join Rabbit and Red Radio Network on Patreon. Patreon for exclusive shows, content, swag, and more. For the low price of $2 per month, you can join the family. So check us out at patreon.com slash network one That's patreon.com slash network the number one. See, he already screwed up. I, I hold on. Get back in here. God damn it! <laughs> All the shit that I take. You didn't play the fucking bumper. You didn't play the. I didn't. The, I, the, the bumper's not in here. Yes, it is. Not in here. It is oh. not. It's oh shit! Okay, never mind. I didn't play it. See what I'm saying? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> 
Well, this is kicking off just right. Yes. Another film junkies with uh, the great pumpkin Paul. Yes. And uh, that's me. And Poenstein. And I'm wearing, I'm rocking the gear too. Poenstein shirt. And you're rocking some gear too. I got the, the grandpa's playlist. And, and Michael's rocking some gear too. Yeah, show, he might as well come in and show his gear. Show your, show your gear. We gotta pedal this shit. <laughs> Mind Jack. All right, get out. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing but love in this place. How's it going, my friend? It's been a while. Um, I think the live, <laughs> this is like what episode three of this show. <laughs> we should have more. It's a damn shame. Yeah, yeah. We were supposed to. I haven't told I've never publicly stated the movie that we were preparing for and I still won't but hopefully we will do it but yes it's been a while. Well, I'm attached to like 50 billion shows and you got a couple of shows and you're you're being a grandpa and hanging out with the grandkids and all that stuff and I got football and everything with my son and actually got to visit my oldest. He's doing good. So, he's That's Air, good. Air Force Still in and, Texas? Uh, still stationed in Texas? Still, still in Texas, buddy. And uh, Logan Dari is my nephew, and he's a Marine. So thank you both for your service, and thank everybody, men and women, for your service uh, for the armed forces. Thank you so much. And uh, today we have our um, horror movie death scenes, or favorite death scenes in horror, I should say. I said it wrong. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, you did. But that's okay because Michael J threw you off from the get go. He did. Well, I, he, I he ruined your rhythm. It's okay. Uh, it, I'll get it back. So, um, yeah, it's, a, it's that time. Time of season. The time of the year. Time of the year. Well, okay. Now I brought this up, and uh, and I brought it up on uh, on my music moment, and I brought it up. I do believe on my first Halloween special on okay. Grandpa's playlist. If you celebrate Halloween all month long, you're a Halloweeny. A Halloweeny. Paul's Halloweenies. <laughs> Where all, all of us are. If you celebrate it just on Halloween, then you're just you're just a regular dude. But if you do it all month long, you're a Halloweeny. Yes. John and even John Rhodes says he's a Halloweeny. So boom. So I two guess people. I am too. So, so yes. Yes, so I, I know we wanted to do this little countdown. I thought it'd be something fun for you know Halloween and everything. So I guess when whenever I sent you the text today, what went through your mind? Uh, what was the first death scene that you could think of that went through your mind when I was asking, like, you know, what what's your favorite death scene in horror movies? Well, I'm going to start off. Hear me out now. Okay. On on my favorite birthing scene in horror oh. and that will be and that would be uncle frank coming back to life yes in hellraiser because it was practical effects there was no cgi and all that stuff came out of the floor and he formed himself so the whole birthing scene of uncle frank i think that was awesome why did why did he sound like a cat though <laughs> like part of it when they show him he's like oh, oh yeah yeah um i love the Hellraiser series, and yes, the first one is just king. You know, I love it. And I mean, that whole scene—you're right. It, it was uh, awesome practical effects. Everything was going for it. But go ahead. Sorry. I mean, it, it, you start off, and you know, he gets tortured a little bit, but they don't show too much. Then Pinhead's putting his face, 
putting the piece of his face on the table. And you're like, okay, that's kind of cool. So I guess this is what we expect. And then when Frank has come back to life, I was like, holy shit, if there's more of this, this is going to be classic. And there was more. So, yes, that that was the that was an awesome way to kick off a movie, watching Frank come back to life. I, I've, I've always thought that was one of the best scenes. I know it's not a death scene, but in horror, that is like one of the best scenes. I I agree with that. And we have uh, Mahoney Massacre in the house. What's up, Rob, Bobby? Um, Dude. Yes. We have such sights to show you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, one of my... I have a question real quick. No. Real quick question. No. <laughs> this is Hellraiser. No. Right. If, if you... Okay, because you're saying about tears, Halloween. Halloween. Who? <laughs> Save your tears, child. It's a waste of good suffering. Michael, mm. Jerry, get in here. What were you going to say? <laughs> no. Now, if you... <laughs> you look like a fucking grazing cow. <laughs> I got... <laughs> When he calms, when he calms yeah. down, he can come back and ask. He's us gonna go he... collect himself and stop chewing like a fucking cow in my ear. Um, this is one of my favorite scenes, and I don't know people. I don't know if you consider this a horror movie. I kind of do, and it was uh, Midsummer, or some are Midsummer. I don't know if you've ever seen it. The um, guy, the the yeah. director of Hereditary, he made this Midsummer movie. So. Um, <laughs> Favorite death? Oh, uh, Mahoney said favorite death scene. Jason goes to hell tent scene. Okay, uh, I you know it's a good scene. I mean, some chick they're getting it on and she gets stabbed right through the chest. Um, but this scene right here, I got a video of my my scene that I wanted to show. So here it goes, Midsummer. When they were when he when they were panning this when they were panning over his body 
Yeah. And they were showing him gasping, and they showed his leg. All I picture is the black guy from RoboCop. Does it hurt? Does it hurt? That's all I pick. I picture him doing that. It's hammer time. Exactly. That's that's that. That was some brutal shit. Oh my god! But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I personally don't consider it horror. Just like I don't consider like the Wicker Man. They're not normal movies. They're a psychological type thing, or they're creepy. But I don't consider it horror. But that's just me. That's just me. I'm 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 weird like that. I don't I don't even know what it's classified as. I don't know if it if they even if, well if the pop, I, the popular populace have said it's a horror movie or if it's a psychological drama or a thriller. I I don't know. I just don't I just don't. It doesn't. It has a good death sense, but doesn't feel doesn't have that horror grasp. Yeah, you know, to me. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. It just doesn't pull me in and slap me and say, "Hey, I'm a horror movie." Well, I, I, I think it, I, I've always considered it a horror movie just because, I mean, it, what could be more horrific than you're you're on vacation or whatever? You go you go with this guy. He takes you to where he's from, and he ends up being like this cult, and all your friends are getting killed. Um, I always pick that scene because whenever I first saw it, I mean, this is like the introduction into the chaos that is that little you know village. So when this old the old lady jumps off and she when she does her dismount she hits her head on a rock she's dead for some reason I always laughed because I was like why would you jump off feet first <laughs> yeah I know and his leg is this way and then they get some guy with a giant hammer to come finish you off I, I just um, I don't know I I consider it you know um, I I guess you're right it's a thriller but I also consider it a little bit of horror because. What what could be more horrific than being trapped in a place you can't leave? Be you know people right. are being drugged and killed and all sorts of shit. So, I mean, it's like those M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movies. Some <laughs> of them, some of them are very scary or not scary, but very horror. They feel yeah. horror, but some like like the village. The village to me just felt like a psychological thriller type thing. See that, and, but that I consider, but, but, but the one, but but the one where the kids went to their grandmother's house, that one felt like a horror movie. That yeah. one felt like a horror movie. Yes, it did, for sure. Um, but yeah, that that one always stuck out to me. Let's see. I'll I'll go to the next death scene. Unless you have a death scene in mind that you want to share, I'm going to go to this next video. Um. Well, uh, Mahoney brought up one of my favorite death scenes was from the one where Jason went to space. Of when he picked up that chick in the sleeping bag and slammed her up against yeah. the tree. I know it was all CGI. You know, in in the movie there was really no person, but I just love how he just picked up that sleeping bag and said, "Whack." Well, just, and see, whack. it gets mixed up because you have in Jason X he does that with one of the chicks. It, they were like what augmented reality, but then there's yeah. one of the new the remake, and that one was pretty horrible too, where he grabs a sleeping bag and hits the you chick. Know, I forgot I, I forgot about the new one. So yeah. I would say the the both of those sleeping bag ones were just like, <laughs> dude, you wanna you wanna stand up and give an ovation like they won an Oscar. Like, oh, yeah. Holy shit. I can yeah being you know slammed in a fucking sleeping bag against a damn tree yeah that's uh, yeah that, that that one that 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 one i i would have to go with is one of my favorite 
both of them the sleeping bag deaths. This next one makes me laugh every time I watch it. Um, and it's um, it's from Halloween too, and I think people will know what I'm talking about. So here's the next death scene. You can't drop the woman. Stop! Get out of there. Look at that brilliant thespian with that gun. Just gonna shoot that. I I love that. I mean, why is the cop going? There's trick or treaters around. What are you doing? (laughs) And then he crashes and everything just blows up. Oh my god. Wait, wait, wait. In Donald's defense, he did say, run, watch out, you kids. Watch out, you kids, look out. Yeah, but he he said that because he had the gun and he was waving around like a crazy person. Shoot him! Shoot him! (laughs) That poor guy. But what was he, a simpleton? He's like, what's going on behind me? (laughs) And how did the cop not see that dude? What? That street street was well lit. I don't know how the cop didn't see him standing in the middle of the road. Hurry! No one radioed him and said Michael Myers is in the middle of the street. He's just like, I don't know. I I, I laughed my ass off the other night because I played it on TV before I went to bed. And my wife's like, what are you laughing at? And I showed her the scene. Did she say, that's not funny? Yeah. She's like, why do you think that's funny? I'm like, you just don't get it. <laughs> like, it's just, All the elements put together. It's just a ridiculous um, scene. So. <laughs> I, 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 I'm with you. I always thought it was funny. I, the way he, yeah, he was walking. He wasn't walking too slow, but he wasn't walking too fast, but he was walking funny. Like, oh, I better get out of here. Yeah, like, why didn't you say anything? Like, I'm not Michael Myers. Like, pull his mask off. Like, look, I'm a normal guy. I'm Ben Tramer. Yeah. What is his name? Ben Tramer? In the mask? Yeah. Yes, Ben Tramer. Yeah, yeah Ben. Bennett Tramer, Ben Tramer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He could have said, I'm Ben Tramer. <laughs> like, yeah, I would have I would have stripped naked just to say, look, it's not it's me, it's me. <laughs> oh man. And I pulled that one because I thought it was funny more than anything, because I could pull like fifteen thousand clips of Michael Myers stabbing someone. So there is one scene I what uh, this scene beat out another one I was gonna get. It's when Michael first used a shotgun, but he didn't really use it. He just stabbed a chick through the wall with it, and that was part five, I believe. Oh, yeah. Part four. Part four. Sorry. He he went. (laughs) Yeah, he had the shotgun. I'm sorry. I always get part four and five mixed up. I really do. In my head, I can never, like, separate them. I don't know how, because they still have this little girl in it. They're probably Okay. It, that, that's it. Throws me off too with the girl. I yeah, never get six mixed up because six is awesome, even though people hate it. I, I love six. But, like part but four, they ended it like she was going to be the next evil entity, and then and like part five, it just like didn't. They they just didn't go anywhere with it. It's like I ignore all that shit from the fourth one. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That would have been. I think that could have carried on to some better movies you know what i mean like 
instead of just having Michael Myers, Michael Myers, kind of like, well, and then you'd have the situation we have now, but me and you will mention that. Stay tuned. The Patreon will talk a little bit about it because <laughs> I don't want to ruin the show and talk about it. Now, coming Halloween. Now, I'm probably going to get hissed, boo hissed, but one of my favorite death scenes in Halloween is from that classic, classic, awesome classic Halloween 3 when that kid, the, the, the mask inside the mask and it's starting to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Snakes and snails. And yeah. yeah. I, thought, I thought that was I thought that was cool. And on top of it, it was a kid. You don't see me too many kids die in movies. So uh, hats off. Not only did they take a chance with Halloween 3 being different, they killed a kid. Uh, oh. I always thought in part three, the death of that old lady in that apartment, that one was pretty good. I forgot yeah, the name of good. the chick or whatever, but that one always stuck out to me. And thinking of this, here's another death scene that it wasn't very, it wasn't graphic at all. And it wasn't, it was the, it was the, 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 the shock factor. And that would have been uh, Romero's Dawn of the Dead when they landed that helicopter to fuel up. And yeah. they had to, sh- he shot those two kids. Because I saw that before Halloween and it freaked me out. I'm like, they just killed two kids. Because you see the kids get shot and go back into, onto that couch and fall backwards. You don't really see much, but you physically, you, you know, you see two children get killed. And I think that was the actual first time I had ever seen a child harmed in anything, really. Yeah. And it, fre- it freaked, I was young, so it freaked me out. I was like, damn, that took some balls. They kind of, um, they kind of, like you said, kind of steer away from that. But now it happens a lot more often <laughs> in movies oh, than yeah. it used to. Yeah. Hell, now little kids grow fangs and jump on you and eat you. So, yeah, I mean, true. they're victims and killers now. <laughs> uh, hey, before we move on to the next one, and Mike, 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 come in. Come in, Michael. Come in, Michael. Okay, hey. Yes. All right, so you can't say all of them, but what is uh, one of your one of your top, not your favorite, one of the top kills that – Michael Myers has done or in a Halloween film that someone has done. Um, shit. Just, um, I know you got to just throw one out there. Cause I know they're all your favorite. Rob zombie, Halloween two, when he, mutilated, when he mutilated Loomis at the end of the theatrical cut, when he fucking made shish kebab out of his fucking face. Man, that, he picked a Rob Zombie Halloween. Dude, that not only, is a fucking price. Not only that, not only that blew my mind, but John Rhodes is probably crying little tears of joy. That, you know, <laughs> he, picked, he picked a zombie film. Like, whoa! Of all of the ones he could choose, he went with zombie. That, um, but I agree with him. I mean, that was a pretty fucking awesome death scene. So, yeah, I like the zombie. I like Rob I Zombie movies. So y'all can y'all can slap me now if y'all want, but I. There, 31 was a little eh, but I still liked it. But my favorite one of his, and I don't know why, because everybody tells me I'm wrong and crazy, but my favorite one of his is uh, uh, the the Salem. That, you know, Which is his, his wife, his, uh, yeah, his wife for some, I think that was the best performance of all the movies she's done for him. That was the best one. It, it, it was just creepy. It wasn't gory or anything, but it was creepy. I believe it was a great story. I wish he could reach back and have that mentality of whatever was going on in his life then, because I believe that is the best Rob Zombie movie he's done. But I do like all his films, but that one, I think, outshines them all. Yeah, I, I'm, and 
I, I liked Witches of Salem as well. As far as being my favorite Rob Zombie movie, uh, I'll, it'll always be A House of a Thousand Corpses because I, I don't know why. I just I, I love everything about it from the the camera angles to to the different atmospheres that it goes to. I mean, that, but Witches of Salem, I know, uh, and we'll shout, we'll give him a shout out. Carrie with a podcast for Manit, that's his favorite as well. But um, yeah, I, I agree. That's a good one. On, um, I'm going to go on to the next death scene. Death scene. Let's see. Number uh, three. This is from the movie The Stuff. And I always thought this was a neat death scene. It is outrageous, but it's also one of my favorites. So here we go. How? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, what am I asking you for? How would you know? Oh, I know. Oh, Charlie. Charlie, are you all right? Charlie, are you are you all right? What's the matter? Charlie, let go! Oh my god! Charlie! That was his second booster of Moderna. <laughs> Moderna's safe. It's Johnson and Johnson you need to worry about. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. My bad. Johnson and Johnson for your family. All right. Uh, <laughs> Don't get it in your eyes. <laughs> no more tears. No more life. No more, <laughs> no more tears, but they're bloody. We do have <laughs> tears. Um, yeah, the stuff. I, I actually like that movie a lot. It, it's, a, it's a campy movie, and it, it's just, I don't know why. It, it, it's kinda, it falls in the realm of uh, Cue the Winged Serpent for me. It's like if I see yeah. it playing, I just have to sit there and watch it. I have any, anything that has the great Michael Moriarty in it, it's awesome. Cue oh, the yeah, stuff. Um, it lives, the, the one with the little the little babies that were being born. Yeah. Do you remember that one? Yeah, he was in. He was in the third one. I think it was the third one. Uh, it, 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 it island or whatever. But he was in that one. So Michael Moriarty, man, he shines. He like shines. He's a badass. <clears throat> yeah, but those. Uh, I don't know why the the stuff just is. I mean, what are they doing? They're marketing yogurt, and it's like it, it starts off. You know, all these people eating the stuff, and it's all over the place. So it. It kind of goes on those, I guess, those tropes of uh, consumerism and all that stuff. So yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was neat. <clears throat> you have the stuff, and then you have the other one, the one with the alcohol drink and the hobos. Oh, uh, street trash. Street yeah, trash. street trash. So it's like the stuff and street trash kind of like they run parallel. They're kind of, you know, they're, they're both trying to say something. Yeah, they are. Wasn't there one called The Jar as well? I think there's a movie called The Jar. And I, I that one I'm not that one I'm not familiar with. Well, that it's it's around the same time, but I don't think it is as good. <laughs> I, I I need to find it. I bet I could find it somewhere. Oh, it's 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 out there somewhere. It is, but yeah, the all these movies, and I guess they came out around the same time. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. around that time they were all pushing that. You know, 
consumerism and look at this and and here we go. You got the oh, your <laughs> your most your most famous movie that was really taking on consumerism and stuff was They Live. Oh yeah, John Carpenter. You know, consume. You know, it that 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 was oh, like baby, consume. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and and, and sometimes. You know, that opened the door. I don't know if you remember, but back in the day, you know, before the Internet or with the infancy of the Internet, people were trying to say, you know, he was ahead of his time because there is, look at all these commercials with these subliminal messages in them. You know, <laughs> and it's like, you know, like that, that ad that had that drink. And if you look in the ice cubes, it spells the word sex. Oh, it's God. like <laughs> it's like it's like, oh, they're, they've been beaming stuff into our head through our TVs. John Carpenter was right. Oh. Find Roddy Piper. Help. <laughs> well, wasn't that around the time when they were like, if you play this record backwards and all this stuff too, like, or if you play the tape backwards, it sounds satanic. And it's like, no, it's just them saying the words backwards. It just sounds fucked up. I play. I I had the I had my Queen album and I put it on there and I put on. Uh, I can't remember the uh, uh, another one bites the dust. If you spin it backwards, it does sound like it's saying start smoking marijuana. So I get I, I get it. It sounds like that. But I was influenced because someone told me to do it. So I was influenced. So I probably heard what I heard because I was told that's what it said. Yeah. But who in the fuck, pardon my French, but who in the fuck sits around and had the time, had all the time to spin all these rock records backwards looking for stuff? You have a miserable, miserable life if that's what you did. Well, and- back in the day, you, you had to play. You just sit there and spin it. I mean, kind of kind of life you need a, you you have no life i know well the same the same could be said with the wizard of oz and dark side of the moon being yeah seen. i don't know how i don't know how anybody figured that fucking out. i i have no clue i don't know how somebody was really fucking high and just at you know let's watch this no i want to listen to pink floyd well i'm gonna watch it so go fuck yourself well i'm gonna play it it's like the whole you got your fucking chocolate in my peanut butter that's how that's how that's how it started people were just i'm gonna listen to this there's probably some roommates high like wait this kind of matches dude wait a minute we can both do both things at the same time there's a new one floating around too i forgot i forgot there's a new one where you can match it up I don't remember which one it was. Hmm. Remember, I don't know. Uh, I'll peruse. I'll peruse while. Uh, while we is it all the? Is it all the newsreels from twenty twenty and REMs? It's the end of the world. That that <laughs> that would match with that would match. With anything. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go to the next death scene here. Now, this one I saw in the theater, and it it's it's a shocking scene. I I, I was very. I, I, I was sitting there and I probably had my mouth open like, what the fuck did I just see? Um, and it's from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the remake. So here you go. Grab it! 
Isn't that when nuts? I saw when I saw that, I woke my wife up because she don't like <laughs> horror movies at all. So she was asleep, and I put the DVD in, and I'm laying there, and all of a sudden I was like, "Oh shit!" She woke up. She goes, "What? Kids okay?" I said, "Oh no, 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 the kids are fine. It's just woman blew her brains out." She goes, "Fucking turn that shit off." She was pissed, <laughs> but yeah, that 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 that's how brutal that was. It made me like, "Holy shit!" Because I mean, that was that was like awesome. That looked realistic. It did. Um, yeah, it's it's just one of those things when you first see it, you're like, holy shit. And even now I get goosebumps watching that scene. I already know what's coming, but they they did a great job on the effects of that. Um, I, I cut it off before the scene where it shows the hole in the back of her head and you see everybody screaming. <laughs> and she just leans back. But there's there's not many movies that do that to me. And when it does... I'm like, that's a good job. <laughs> like that was a fucking good job. You got me. And you know that's what that scene makes me realize. Obviously, this I, I like a lot of the independent horror movies. No, I'm not talking about the fan films. I'm talking about independent movies. Like I don't know if you saw. I watched like you know I just watched the the, the Reeker and all this the other day. But I I like independent movies because they don't really have the money for too much uh, computer stuff. So they they try to do it uh, practical effects, and I really miss practical effects. I mean, I'm not going to be one of those people who like, oh, CGI sucks. No, I love CGI. You know, when it comes to certain things, you know, outer space stuff like that, I love CGI. But I still like practical effects when it comes to horror movies. I'd rather see fake blood than CGI blood. Well, and the thing about it is, if you if if you've seen like, there's movies that have been made for you know pretty much nothing that are hits right now you know terrifier 2 barbarian and I, I can't remember the other one but the new hellraiser they use practical effects in that as well so they're starting to get the gist of it they're like okay our fans want to for it to look a little bit more realistic we need to do it this way we can't just rely on cgi not to say there isn't some computer you know augmented stuff in these movies or in in hellraiser not these other movies but in hellraiser it still holds up, and it's still the gore is great, um, and, and a lot of these movies now are starting to, you know, pick that up. And I, I'm glad to right. see it. I'm glad to see it. Even even these other you know movies that are big, you know, I I, I wish that some of them kind of like you know Marvel would use more you know puppetry or you know. Right. Something like that to make make the make something look more realistic instead of having you know, I I don't know if it's cheaper to use uh you know CGI for a raccoon and have a guy in a green suit jump around, but how cool would it have been to see a rocket that was animatronic and they could have done a right. fan? I mean, goddamn Disney, you got enough fucking money. <laughs> Come on, it, it, you have enough it money broke my little yeah. Go ahead. It it broke my heart when George Lucas. Turn Yoda CGI. It's like I like to no. stay the puppet. Leave him. Let him stay the puppet. <laughs> I know no, no. Uh, that those those will always hold a special place in your heart because of that. You know, like watching the the first round of Star Wars. You know, and seeing that little right. Muppet. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it gives it a different feel. I mean, you know, Yoda hitting the R2. Hmm, give it mine, mine. <laughs> I mean, it looked, you know, it just, it, it, it looked, yeah, I knew it was a puppet, but it looked like a puppet that was really alive, you know. Give it to Not me, this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stick my penis in it, I will. 
I wonder if you, you know, I guess, I guess Yoda, you know, I wonder if Yoda had a penis. Maybe, I, I, they, they lay, maybe they laid eggs. Maybe they laid eggs. Cause no, I have a green penis. I don't, I don't, I just, I, you know, now you got me thinking about that. And it's like, wow. I should, Is there some I should, Yoda I, there that he was banging? Yeah. Well, if you remember Yoda, and then there was the, there was the female Yoda. Her name was Yaddle. So maybe, you know, maybe they're like turtles and they got these huge ass, you know, they just, you know, he uses the force. <laughs> Have sex for will. I will come on your face. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> Swallow it, you will. Yes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Luke's like, I don't want to. I'm going to be disturbed by watching you masturbate, Master Yoni. He's like, You will be. You will be. <laughs> oh, my God. It's your sister you did, yes. <laughs> it's this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could have warned you, but didn't, did I? No. Like, what the fuck, man? Tell me I'm related to the chick. Why you got to do riddles, you little fucking Muppet? <laughs> Like, I'm gonna stomp your green ass into this fucking mud hole. Obi Wan likes uh, incest <laughs> porn from Pornhub. That's why he didn't warn you, Mister. <laughs> mm-hmm. I saw a browser history. I did. <laughs> oh my uh, god! Oh, dude, th- 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 <laughs> <laughs> he's he's still dying. I know he is. <laughs> now well, we can only talk about. I wonder if. Slimer has a penis. <laughs> he has a ghost schlong. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Brinkman's like, stop fucking it, me in the mouth. Slimer really does have a penis. Because yeah. now we know where the goo that he leaves on you is coming from. <laughs> he bukkakis people. <laughs> <laughs> We're going with Slimer bukkaki. I have to switch. I have to switch brands for a second. Okay. Because you, uh, should I think I have it in here still? Uh, I hope I do. Um, okay. Here we go. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Um, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. This, is, this is probably the best. Uh, <laughs> yes. The, yeah. Hmm. Let's see. Hold on. Come on. Go down. Go down. Go down. Go down. Go down. Fuck! I took That's it out. Sh- oh well. What'd you take out? <laughs> I, I had a I had a scene from Ghostbusters with uh Begman and Slimer that I was gonna have for my favorite like love scene in, uh, in I got you. horror. But uh yeah, it's not uh What the fuck oh, happened? Sorry, I pressed the wrong thing. I, I pressed on something mm-hmm. on the other one and it went to this. Okay. Now I do uh, want to mention a death scene that I found go humorous ahead. also, and I love the shit out of it. I don't know how many people have seen it, but if you haven't seen it, shame on you. It's called Death Park the End. When Doug gets his dick cut off. <laughs> the whole that that scene was the best scene, and it cracked me up. Oh no, no, no. Tried to put it back on. I loved it. Doug fucking is fucking comedy genius. Doug Doug Wall's penis getting chopped off. I, I think Ken will appreciate that his movie made the list. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. That 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 was an awesome scene. The scariest part was in the beginning with that news anchor. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I think he was just trying to get a IMDb uh, credit. I think. 
I live for them. I live for them. Um, okay. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next scene. Goddamn, we we went we went way out of out of the pasture. <laughs> yeah, out yes. The pasture. Okay, so here's the next one. Um, shit, I can't. I should have labeled these better. Anyway, here's the next test scene. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't do it, oh, it's from the Omen for the listeners. Sorry, audio listeners, this is from the Omen. If you don't do it, I will. Blind me! I, I have. have I, I have always loved the fuck out of that scene. Always, and for the audio listeners who can't see what we're showing them anyway, yeah, you need to go to the Omen and watch David Warner get killed. Go pause the pause the on demand and run over and look at it now. It is the <laughs> one of the best fucking scenes. David Warner like fucking gets killed oh, awesomely. I it, that that scene and. You know, people give it shit like, oh, that, that's definitely fake. But come on, man. They, they pulled that off at a time they didn't really have much to go off of, you know? And they, exactly. they edited it perfect, I think. It just it just flowed together. Yes. It was pretty cool. And then his head rolling on top of the glass. They they couldn't predict that that's what was going to happen. Like, it just right. fucking it, happened. It was and perfect. It was, it was great. So it was a more graphic version of Anton Yelchin's Oh yes. Well, what? no, yeah, he got killed by his own jeep. Remember, it kicked oh, into oh. gear and pinned, and it pinned him to the, uh, it pinned him at his gate at his house. He was checking his mail, and the what? car said, <laughs> "I was like, what is he talking about? Oh, you mean the kid from Star Trek? That yeah, is- yeah, yeah. Oh man, that was terrible. <laughs> I wonder if his action." Knocked yeah, up. Michael M- Michael J was trying to be edgy there with that. I guess I was like, I was trying to think, who's he talking about? And I'm like, oh, that poor kid. <laughs> I've I've been making Anton Yelchin jokes on shows since the day he died. Oh my god, poor kid. I actually like that guy, man. I liked him as an actor. I don't like the guy. I didn't know who the fuck he was. He could have been a he, weird pervert. Right. He. I've I loved him in Star Trek. One yeah. of my favorite movies he did was the one with Picard. That what was it, the Green Room, where the neo Nazis oh, and Picard man. was in charge of the Nazis. That was a good fucking movie, dude. A lot of people don't know about that film, but that that is kind of a horror film because these this band goes to play at this gig on this property, and it's you know Aryan Brotherhood. They didn't even know yep. it until they got there, and just that yep. nightmare scenario right there where they can't get out. I mean. That scene, what the scene that got me was when that that kid had the gun, and they slammed his uh, hand in the door, and all of them had knives, and he pulls back his arm. It's all shr- like he put it in a shredder. His arm. Yes. Just, oh my god, dude. Yes, that's a good like, movie. Ooh. Yes, very good movie. I like when uh, Captain Picard plays bad guys. He was also a bad guy in that conspiracy theory movie with Mel Gibson. Yeah, he was. he was one of the. Yeah, he was trying to catch Mel. So I mean, he does. As much as I love Picard and all his wholesome stuff, when he's a bad guy, he's a good fucking bad guy. Patrick Stewart. Yes, That's I like it. him. 
I love Patrick Stewart. He's awesome. Uh, let's uh, let's go to this next death scene. And this one, no, that's not that one. Which one is this one? You know what? It's another death scene. I'll, I'll, when it comes on, I'll know what it is, so I can tell the audio listeners. Let me just. Okay, this is from the the ghost ship movie, the beginning scene. This is another scene that I was like, "Holy crap!" Oh, is this where everybody dies? Yes, I'm gonna show it yes. right. Yes. This oh, is yes. ghost ship. I've loved. I've always loved that. That I love that movie. I, a lot of people don't, but I think it, it's a good movie. I love that scene. That that movie is it's something different. It really is. It's like a ghost story, really. But and uh, and and the psychological part of that for me is all these people just got killed. Now that little girl's all alone. Yeah, like, I mean, imagine what imagine what she was going through. Like, uh. What the fuck? Like, uh, like the captain was down there dancing with her and got his head, half his head knocked off. But golly, yeah. that that's like Final Destination shit right there. Like, it's just insane to know that a wire's wound so tightly that it can just go through a crowd of people and mess them up like that. Yeah, but it's, it's one it's of like, my favorites. Yeah, it, 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 I mean, it, it, if you think about it, somebody who was involved in those Final Destinations. That movie must have been on their brain because I think that came out long before the first one. So uh, it had to have influenced them, I think. It uh, it Ghost Ship was influenced by that because the first Final Destination I remember it came out in like two thousand, like like almost almost two thousand. I think it was still kind of in in ninety nine. But the re- reason I remember that is because I I rented the the DVD and when I first got a DVD player, and that was around the okay. time I got it. Um, but it was already out. Ghost Ship didn't come out until I think it dropped around the same time as Final Destination Two, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the first, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, that kind of influenced them, but the story was pretty cool. I mean, it's a yeah. ghost ship, you know. Oh so. yeah, I like the story. Yeah, I like. I I I have the movie on DVD because I have a I had for a while there. I, I loved watching uh Saint uh not Saint as well ER. And I had a thing for that nurse lady from ER, and when I saw yeah. she was in a horror movie, I'm like, like, oh, I gotta see it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and she she's Thanks. a good actress. So it was like it was a good it was it was a good movie. All the you know all the other actors in the movie were really good, but I just yeah it was creepy. I liked the way you know it just it was just a good movie. Well, and I I always thought and at the end of it they even left it open for like a part two, and they never did a part two because the bad guy is like. The main bad guy was actually acting like he was part of the people that were, you know, still living group. Right. And he, he, I guess he lived forever. I don't, they didn't really explain him. I don't know if he was like a demon or if he was just a ghost, but they kind of played with that. And I thought, oh shit, there's going to be a ghost ship two or three or whatever. But no, they didn't, they never do it. It was just one, uh, it one and done. So. Uh, I hate when we get. I hate getting cock teased like that. I hate when movies. I hate when movies set you up for you know set you up for uh, a sequel and you're all excited about it and then it never comes. It's like you asshole. Well, and then if it does come, it's totally fucking different. Like way out of left field, different than the first one. You're like, whoa, what is this? Like, okay, whatever. It's what we got. Uh, the the next death scene I have it's from uh, My Bloody Valentine the uh, the original and uh, I couldn't find one with the sound so this has music to it but it's a scene the scene where he grabs that girl by the head and it's in the showers and he punctures her through uh, one of the pipes but here I got the video here. I mean, I, I love it. That 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 right there. I mean, look, look what they did at that time. That's what, yeah, look, yeah. what amazes me about these movies. That's why they're so cool. It's like, how did they do that? <laughs> and the it, acting it looked, in it is a lot better than anything you can get nowadays. Yeah, that movie. I love that movie. I ordered that movie from Shout. They had this Shocktober sale just a little ways back. I haven't got it yet, but I ordered. I love that movie. That's a that I I didn't like the remake. I'm gonna say I, I didn't like the I, I didn't like the remake. I was about to ask you what did you think of the remake, and, and I, I go ahead finish your thought. I'm the, sorry. The the guy who played the sheriff, he was in a show I watched. Yeah, I'm gonna probably look a little sissy boy right now, but I used to watch Dawson's Creek, and the the gay kid in Dawson's Creek was. The sheriff, I do believe it was the sheriff. He was in, uh, he was yeah. the sheriff in uh, the remake. I didn't mind. I, 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 all the actors did fine. I just didn't like. I just it, it. I didn't. I didn't like it. It was just it. I have. There have been remakes I've liked, but that was one of the remakes. I was like, no, no. Like, they just uh, the story is what got me. Like I'm like, what? No. Like you should have just stayed with the same thing, and they just went off. On a totally different direction. The one scene that I did like in that movie, though, was uh, was when he killed the uh, little person. <laughs> oh yeah, that that was pretty funny. I mean, uh, and at that time, it probably you know it was funny. Now, probably the little people's uh, lollipop guild will probably get mad about that. Yes. <laughs> they did, well, like come he, at me he, now. Here's. <laughs> Wait, here's an example of a remake where they did shot for shot. And then here's another one that was basically shot for shot. Um, 
I think it was Gus Van Zandt. I think did 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 a shot for shot with Psycho, Psycho with uh, yeah. the Mystery Woman and oh, Hedge. God. And I could not stand his remake of Psycho. Mm-mm. But yet Tom Savini did almost shot for shot when he remade Night of the Living Dead, and I thought it was amazing. Mm-hmm. But I did like the original Psycho. So it just goes to show how how we are with our taste. Where two movies that were basically shot for shot remakes, and one of them was utter shit, and the other one was like really good. Yeah. I, I can't explain it. That's so. That's why when it, it's hit or miss with remakes for me. No, it uh, most definitely it is. And, you know, we're in the day and age of, you know, reboots and all this stuff. And some of the reboots have, you know, and you can count them on one hand. How many reboots that you're like, okay, I can get on board with this. And how and there's so many that you're like, why, why you screwed this all up? You could have done something fantastic and you messed it all up. Like, so like RoboCop, RoboCop, oh, that no. remake was shit. I went to the theater to see that because I love RoboCop, and I just I will say this: RoboCop one and two, uh, just just leave them like they are. Just don't try to remake it; it's not going to be good. It pissed me off when they when uh, what's his name Murphy when he got blown up by a car, and I'm like, no, that's not how he dies. He dies by Red Foreman and his gang, and they shoot him <laughs> to shreds. <laughs> Dumbass. Dumbass. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) RoboCop three is a shitty ass movie, and it was still better than the RoboCop remake. You know what? You're right. You're right. I I will one hundred percent agree with that statement. It it Uh, takes a lot for me to shit on a movie because I know it takes time and effort, and somebody hopefully in there somewhere put love into it. I know not everybody does, but some people do, and I know it means these movies mean something to the creators. But sometimes you just got to say. What the fuck? You screwed this up. You know, it's like yeah. I, I usually blame the money men like with right right now with James Gunn and that other guy running DC's movies division. Now, that's going to help comic fans yes. working with comic movies. Get the money men out because money men just care about money. And that's how you get shitty movies, because then they start telling you, oh, you can't do this. But I have an idea. Why don't you do this? It's like, why don't you fuck off my movie set? Well, well I mean, case in point. You know, I, I there's no one else that could have done the Guardians of the Galaxy justice, right? James Gunn fucking right. killed it. Then they're like, oh, we're going to do a Suicide Squad um, sequel. And he's like, okay. And he did it. And he did it awesome. It was great. I liked it a lot. I did. Yeah, his Suicide Squad was better than the first one. Way better than the first one. So, you know... Him taking the reins on that, I I think that was just a that was just a smart move. Like you said, comic book fans are making comic book movies, and that's what needs to be done. So, right, um, it, it, Hollywood would have hits on their hands, I think, if they just stayed out of it. Let you know, hire somebody who knows the material they're going to be working with, for sure, and then just let them do their thing. If they go over budget, maybe slap them on the wrist or something, but stay out of it. You know, to say this, look. Here's ten. Here's ten billion dollars, or here's three hundred billion dollars. Take it. This is all you get. So do whatever you want, but it's got to be in this window. But they go in there and they nitpick shit. Oh, mm. you can't do it because how many directors have we heard go on the record? Well, the studio made me do this. The studio made me, and that's the problem. Yeah. The studio. <laughs> the studio did it, and yeah. Well, that's what we get sometimes, and that's why some movies we never see anything from them ever again. Now, I'm going to bring up as one of my favorite death scenes. 
Yes, the bring one it up. From, what, the one from Psycho. How creepy is it to be stabbed in the shower and you can't do nothing? You, you're naked. You've mm-hmm. got no protection. There's nothing you can grab to help yourself. You're screwed. You're you're at the most vulnerable point in your life, naked and wet. And you're so, I mean, you know, that I, as an adult, it still kind of gives me the chills when I watch her get killed. No, see, in that movie, you know, you got Psycho, you got Jaws, all these movies that that kind of get into what you do every day or in real life. In real life, people swim in the ocean and take showers and all this stuff. So you always were like looking over your shoulder or like stuff from under, you know, coming out from underneath the bed. That was a big thing. Um, I actually just watched all the Poltergeist movies and. You know, that's still that scene. My wife's like, "Ooh, I hate this scene when the clown grabs that kid from under the bed and everything. You know, it, it, it gets into our psyche in that way. And right. it's just it freaks us out. And they do a good job. And like you said, Psycho, when that came out, I don't know how many women or men just like looked out the shower curtain every once in a while. Yeah. Like, no one what's coming. Do you, when you're in the bathroom taking a shower and someone walks in and all you see is a shadow on the curtain, don't you like who's in there? Who's there? You're you're quick to ask. Like you know, it's just a wife or a child, but yeah. you still who is that? Like, and then your wife's like, "Well, who the fuck do you think it is?" But it's like your your psyche is like, "I'm vulnerable right now." Who the hell are you? Yeah. So yeah, like, didn't you post the other day a picture of a bunch of birds? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you, it's like your tippy hedron or something. Like you you said, it's like the birds. There was like a shit ton of them out there. Uh, we were staying in a hotel. This is when we were visiting my son and I got awakened by a bunch of bird noises and I was like, what the hell? And it was like seven o'clock in the morning and I looked out my hotel window. I'm like, Oh shit. So I went downstairs, I grabbed some coffee and I sat outside and I just filmed that. And I was like, this will be a good one. And it reminded me of the birds and they're flying around and shit. (laughs) It was, it's creepy. Tell me that. Tell me that's not a creepy animals attack movie. I mean, there's so many birds, we'd be fucked. No, we would, but it also kind of creeped me out because I don't really see that. You know what I mean? When you see a bunch of birds, like, like, what the fuck? Why are all not even out here? You know, I'm out in the country and I really don't see that. But seeing that in the city and they were lined up everywhere, it was like, oh my God, that's pretty creepy. So, and when they're really quiet and then every once in a while, one will go, it's like either either all of you make some noise or just don't make any noise at all. But when one or two of you call, you're creeping me to fuck out. No, 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 no. Um, but yeah, that was on my TikTok. <laughs> um, this this next death scene it's our it's our last one that we can show on here. We got a couple more scenes, but they're they're the naked scenes of horror movies. But you can only see it on Patreon. So, uh, but the next one, this last one is from, um, I think a movie that not really many people talk about, or I, I don't hear many people talk about it. It's the Prowler. Have you ever seen the Prowler movie? 19, I think yes. it's 1980, 1981, somewhere around there. But this scene, right here, one. yes. And I, I go 81. ahead. 81. Okay. So and I do I, believe, and I do believe it's Tom Savini's first movie where he did the special effects. I do believe. I think so. So here we go. Uh, this is a scene from The Prowler. Mm-hmm. 
there you go. That scene. That's, that's brutal. That is a brutal scene. And I, I don't think a lot of people pay attention to, like, the eyes. You know, that that was pretty good. But usually, like, some of the newer movies, when someone gets, like, jolted in the head like that, your eye kind of goes wonky instead of just rolling yeah. up in your head. Like, one eye goes sideways and the other one stays straight or whatever. Like, you're just, it's like you, you know, with that kind of head damage. So, but right. they still did a good job. I mean, his eyes were rolled back into his head and, you know, he's jerking up the knife and everything. <laughs> Soundbite. <laughs> or sound. <Yeah>. Anyway. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Oh, uh, man. But, um, no, I saw, uh, I saw that, um, I think it was last year, and I thought of it today when we were thinking about death scenes. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to put that in there. So. I've always been now this movie. I know it's like it's some people say it's not horror. Some people say it's just sci-fi, but I say it's like aliens. It's it, alien. It's a, it's horror sci-fi. And my wife saw it as a child. It scarred her so bad. I cannot watch the movie in the room with her. She can't be awake. She can't see it. She, I, she, it, 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 it literally scarred her for life. And that's the transformation of the dog in the thing. Oh, really? That That is a see, that's what makes the, the thing a masterpiece. And I want to say real quick in the chat, Carrie Yates, good morning to you. Yes, good morning. Um, but yeah, uh, that's what makes that movie so iconic is because of all the practical effects in that fucking film. They're just magnificent. Like everything, like the, the scene that freaked me out on that one was when the guy's head turns into a spider-like creature. It's like, what the... Like when I and first that's what that guy it, says. That guy's like, "What the fuck?" That's exactly or something to that to that effect. Yeah, but um, and I I had I have that one too. I had to have that in my collection because that's one of the great movies. That's one of the oh, great ones. That's what he said. You gotta be shitting. Me <laughs> you gotta be when shitting. The, when it yeah. And did you now? It's not a remake. A lot of people thought it's not a remake, but it's a prequel. Did you ever see the thing that came out here recently? I don't. I mean, it's not like recently. I think it's like it's, it was in the 2000s, but it was a prequel because mm-hmm. the end of that movie is the beginning of the other one when they're in the helicopter and the guy, the dog's running and they're trying to shoot the dog. It's because they knew that dog was carrying it. But it's a prequel that shows. So, you know, what? did you ever see that one? Yes. That I thing? Did. Yes. Did you I, like did you like it? I, I thought it was OK. I, I I didn't hate it. I thought it was a pretty decent film, but you know, whenever they advertised it as a prequel, I was like, okay, that's fine. And of course they used a lot of CGI in it. And that's, I guess that's what one of my problems was with it. Uh, because the original was so great and being, you know, practical effects. I mean, mo- I mean, that's all they had and the puppetry and all that shit. But um, I always said this, but the perfect sequel to that movie was the video game they came out with on Xbox, the thing, which was freaking awesome. Do you have that one? I know you're a gamer. Yeah, I'm looking. No, I thought I did. I have uh, the Terminator. Oh yeah. I have all my Xbox, my old Xbox. I thought I had it. Oh okay, but you played it, right? Yeah. I got Playboy. You want you want to you want to play some Playboy on the Xbox? It's, it's, it, it, it's, it's got actual nudity in it. So, I know. <laughs> yeah, and, and this is the only game to ever come out that had nudity, except for 
BMX XXX, which I own that one too. Uh, or Leisure Suit Larry Mega Com Loud. Yeah. Or Mega, um, whatever it's called. Oh, Reservoir, Reservoir Dogs. Hell yeah, dude. Yep. Damn, you got. <laughs> hey, I'm not done. Paul's video yeah, game corner. Oh, and Scarface. I yeah, love Scarface. Until Dawn plays through on. Uh, I love watching the Until Dawn play through on. Oh, okay. I got you. The Godfather Part Two. Awesome. I, I just, I, you know, and I got horror games too. Like this, James Gunn made this game. He wrote the story for this game. It's called Lollipop Chainsaw. Really? I, three. I, I, yeah. I never played it. Is it pretty fun? Yeah. It's real campy. So oh. you could tell it's a James Gunn thing because it's really campy. But yeah, that, that, but I know we're talking about that sequel to the thing, that game. I played it. It wasn't an easy game either. It was, it was, oh, no. it was hard. It was a hard game, and there were, I think I only got two of the endings out of it. Because every time you played it and did a different choice, you would get a different end. I think there was like three or four different endings, if I'm not mistaken. But me playing that game, when it came out, that was the first video game I was playing. And one of the guys is like, oh, my God. And he starts puking. And I was like, is that character puking? Like, that's <laughs> Amazing. Like I was like, uh, it, it just, I never saw that in a video game. I'm like, this is pretty cool, but the story and everything was great. And you're right. It was a hard game to play, but I always, I'm always sad because I'm like, damn, they could, they could do such an awesome game now of the thing they could. I mean, with the multiplayer functionalities, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to uh, the ticks chainsaw massacre coming out. That's going to be a good game. Uh, enjoyed Friday the 13th. That was a great game. Uh, uh, Until Dawn, that was a good one, too. Now, uh, when it comes to games, horror games, um, Resident Evil, every time I play it, when the dog would jump through the window at the, you know, there's this long hallway when you get the door finally open, and these two dogs jump out. Yeah. That always made me jump. (laughs) But the only, the only horror game that actually made me creeped the fuck out so bad that I saved it, turned it off, and went to bed. Um, when I was living in Kentucky, I bought Silent Hill. Yes. And, and it's like 3 in the morning, and everybody's asleep, and I'm in the living room, and it's dark, and I'm playing it, and you get to the school, and there's these shadow these shadow uh, fetuses on the ground going, <laughs> and they're falling over, and it's so creepy. I was goosebumps. I'm looking around the room like, you know, I'm on meth. I'm like, what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> so I'm like, no, no, I saved it and I quit. I said, I can't play this. I'm going to poop my pants, pee my pants and have nightmares for a week. So I went to bed. But yeah, I was like a freaking, you think I was on meth. I was. Now, one of my favorite games and I have it on PS3 is uh, Manhunt. That was a great game. And part two was oh. pretty good, too. Manhunt is probably one of my favorite games. Me and my brother, yes, me and my brother played the hell out of it. And we beat it so many times, but we loved sneaking around and doing all that. But that was that was a pretty thrilling game as well, you know. It was, you know, stealthy but also pretty violent and I think the version I have it kind of t- uh, I guess they kind of toned it down. Like when it first came out, it was pretty fucking bad like Stabbing and it someone gets you on edge. You're like, you're like, they're like, wait, he's over there. Now you're trying to find a place to hide. And <laughs> you're str- 
your games are supposed to be fun and you're over there stressing out like oh my god yeah uh, if, if a game gets me emotional like that it's a good game there was a there was another one i know we're talking video games real quick but there's <laughs> one that that i just thought of uh the tie that binds it was based in a prison i played both of those part one and two it was a horror game though the tie that I binds I, I don't have that one but i have yeah. this one this one right here is getting remade it's coming out soon i think this is a classic one too it was called dead space oh yeah dead space great great game yeah part two was okay three sucked but that first one Man, it, it, it was like creepy. It was just creepy. Yeah, because you're walking in a damn spaceship and then you end up in a room locked with this giant creature and you have nothing. <laughs> like you, right. you just have you running in a small space. They 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 knocked it out of the park with that one. And and, and then you shoot him because you're stressing, you're running around, you shoot him, and then that's when you realize you blow his leg off and you see him fall down. You're like, oh, okay, good, he's dead. And then he starts crawling. Like, oh, okay, you can shoot their limbs off. I was like, okay. So when I play Dead Space, I always go for their legs because they're slower on the ground. So they're easier to kill than when they're standing on their legs. So I always go for them to blow them body parts off, man. Uh, Carrie has a video game question. Um, Carrie, anyone played The Quarry yet? No, I haven't. Have you? Oh, no, I want to play it. I need to get The Quarry and I need to get those other ones. I played that Man from Medan game they're like it's like a four horror movie games like it's from the people who made until dawn but it's got uh i it's forgot one of them is called it. our lost hope or something but yeah, yeah i gotta get those but i love i love horror games i love if they're done right horror games are awesome before i meant to say dead by daylight not until dawn <laughs> i just remembered that dead by daylight have you played that one that horror game. Um, that, that's that's the new one where you're the serial. You can. It's the survivors and the serial killers. They have their own that, characters, but they have so many. Like they got the scream. Uh, they got the you know scream ghost. They got uh, Leatherface. They got. I think Freddy they have Cooper. a pinhead too, don't they? Uh, yes, they, they, they just, had, they just yeah. released it, and then of course they got Ash from the Evil Dead and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, th- that oh, one's that pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I, Dead has I played that. Game. I played the Friday the 13th. Now, did you play any of the older uh, Evil Dead games? Like, I had I had an Evil yes. Dead game on the, on the PS2. Resurrection? Yeah, and then I had one on the Dreamcast. I don't know if you had a Dreamcast, but I had one on the Dreamcast. No, I have. Um, uh, I, I played them on PS2, I think. The one yeah. that... Uh, the I like the first Evil Dead game. Re- Resurgence or uh, what was it? What did I say? Resurrection or resurgence? Resurrection, I think. Yeah, yeah. There, that, that one, one, and then there was the Fistful of Boomstick was another one. Fistful of Boomstick is the one I liked. So, yeah, that was that was good. Was Fistful of Boomstick the one where you actually walked around in the city mm-hmm. and they were like coming out of the movie theater? And yeah, that one. Yeah, that one I liked that more was than a the fun other. game. Yeah. Well, shoot, I I know. Um, we, we covered a lot of death scenes. I know Carrie came in kind of late. Go back to the beginning. Uh, we go through a couple of death scenes. Um, I do, before it gets too late, we do have, uh, let's see, I watched, I'll read her comment real quick before we say goodbye. I watched the horror game playthroughs. I don't get time. Oh, okay. Sometimes that's just funner. <laughs> so you can watch someone that knows how to play the game because <laughs> that's what I do sometimes. Um. But yeah, check out the the death scenes beforehand. 
Um, we do have a Patreon part of this, and, and we're going to be showing some naked naked people, um, some horror movie nudity, and it's only available on our Patreon, which it'll be up next week. But <clears throat> I do want to say thanks for listening on the, the free version of this. Uh, our Tee Public store, we're representing with our swag. And yes, Michael. Oh, and one more thing. Yes. For anybody that signs up for the Patreon for now through the end of November, it's free through November, so you will not get billed until December 1st. There you go. So, um, yeah, sign up. Red, Rabbit in Red Radio Network radio. 1. No, Radio Network 1. Yes, Patreon. the number one. Patreon? Patreon.com slash Rabbit and Red Radio Network, the number one. That's what I said. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> but you didn't say Patreon in front of Rabbit and Red Radio Network. I said for the pa- Okay, whatever. <laughs> he he said, go see it. Look, Go to Patreon. It's Rabbit a- and Red. Common okay. sense would say, go. Oh. No, but don't don't come to his defense. Or my defense. Just <laughs> let, let him. I'm be. just saying there's a lot of. There's a lot of not smart people, so you have to spell it out for <laughs> I I shorten it down. When I do my advertisement for the site on my radio show, my audio show, I just say when I advertise T Public, I just now I've just decided go to our website, rabbitredradio.com, click the little menu box, it'll drop down and you'll see T Public Store. Click that. Because I told people to go to the site and in the search bar, type in Rabbit and Red Radio all in one. And now it doesn't show up anymore. So now I just tell everybody to go to our website and get to the store from there. It's just easier. Coming coming no. soon is a link tree and it'll have all of our links because that would be the smart thing instead of well, trying well, to say all these. I have a, I have a link see, I'm, tree. So. See, I'm doing an audio, but, but, but when I do the audio show, I can't give them a link. So, and I don't want to sit there and go, you know, you know, hashtag slash or whatever. So I just tell them to go to our site and look for everything. There you go. There. Uh, <laughs> we're going to try to make it less confusing, even for us. <laughs> so, um, of course, catch uh, next uh, next week. Yeah, next week, uh, the first episode of Near Do Wells of November. I think we're only going to do like two episodes in November and we'll probably do like a Christmas episode in December. That way we can hang out with our families and stuff. I think me and uh, me and normal Cody will be doing, uh, we'll be resurrecting a little show uh, and I'll be able to do a couple episodes, but I usually leave November, December time for family and stuff. So uh, we'll try to do something. Um, Tyree is going to be out doing his hunting stuff. And he won't be as available as he is, you know, right now. Um, so Ne'er Do Wells uh, podcast, check it out. Uh, we'll be live next Tuesday. Uh, new Po Talks coming this Friday. Alex Carvajal, lead singer of Carterize, had an awesome time talking to him. It's pre-recorded, but had a blast talking to him. Um, check him out if you love that kind of metal. Uh, some good Texas metal. And, uh, of course, uh, Paul, you plug away because you got stuff, too. <laughs> well, over on over on B-Movie TV, Sunday, or this weekend is my last of the Halloween 
spooky season music moments. I won't give away what it is, but that's this weekend. And then also, I'm going to edit it together tomorrow. Saturday on Rabbit and Red, I'm going to be doing my last episode for Halloween for Grandpa's Playlist. And I'll go ahead and tell what it is. I'm doing The Misfits. Because when I think of Halloween, I think of The Misfits. I'm doing two of their albums because they're short albums. So I I did two albums like I did last time. It's going to be their album, Walk Among Us and Earth AD. So, yeah. So check it out that Saturday. And then uh, every other Saturday between uh, John Rhodes, then it's me, then it's John, then it's me, then it's John. You get the, you get the pick. Rhodes on the Rocks. And Grandpa's yeah. playlist. <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 when when you listen to Roads on the Rocks, and when you listen to me, drink whiskey dues because he 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 showed me that recipe on you know on TikTok. Yeah, and now I drink them and I can't walk straight, but they're good. So make a whiskey do and listen to Roads on the Rocks on Saturday, and then the following Saturday, Grandpa's playlist. Oh, and another show that's coming up. Because I was requested to do this, and I'm going to make the announcement here because now it has to happen. But uh, apparently, it's already been named Pose Cold Couch, and I'm going to be doing, uh, I guess, a sit down with Cripple Cody, and I guess he wants me to bring the hard hitting questions, the hard hitting questions. So I'm gonna, I guess, and I'm that gonna first one's it. <laughs> Well, at least it's not posed. That one question, but I, I got some stuff in mind. I'm going to ask him, but uh, post cold couch. I think it'll be in November. We're going to have that. Um, of course, other shows will be on rabbit and red radio network with uh, Lacey and Dan. Um, I don't know if y'all are having an episode next week. I uh, I think so. And you know, you said that like near do wells are like, we're only going to be doing like two episodes next month. Well, see if you if logically, since you're bi-weekly now, you would only be doing two episodes for the month. Okay, I guess it is. I, I don't know. November. I didn't I know you. I didn't. I didn't know you were bi, Poe. I guess. <laughs> I guess I am. I'm a. I'm a poke it. Get out of here. <laughs> Hey, at least your show is not going to be called Poe's Casting Couch. I know. Maybe I shouldn't name it that. Um, anyway, back to what I was saying. All right. So uh, my shows will not be as prevalent, I guess, in the next coming months because of holiday season and all that stuff. Okay. I'm going to well, visit. At least you, got a, okay? least you got a, at least you got a family that wants to spend time with you. No, they don't. I just show up. <laughs> <laughs> I make them spend time with me. Anyway, um, so, yeah, that's what we got. Of course, the Public Store and the other shows, like I said, Rabbit and Red Radio Network Live. Um, I don't know if there's going to be another hot seat coming in November. Maybe it's just the cold couch because he only does like one show every full moon. But, yeah, catch all the good shows. Catch them all. Oh, and Mind Jack. Don't forget Mind Jack. God damn it. Yes. Mind Jack. Is like Joey T's like he's my god. Me too. I'm like I'm a super fan. I am. And I'm honored when he's like, hey, we gotta do this. And I'm like, all right, we'll do an episode. What time? Let's get it done. So catch up. Got that beautiful hair. It's he's got that beautiful hair. It's like Judd Nelson look that gets me every time. 
Yeah. Anyway. But yeah. But we'll yeah, you gotta yeah, Joe, But yeah, check out Joey T. He's like he's like I can't explain. He's he's one I know. Well he belongs on this network because he's awesome. Let's not, calm down. You're gonna be like Michael J is towards me. Let's see. You see Love that video? I'm a, I'm a post. I'm a postsexual or whatever it was he did the other day on TikTok. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he really likes you. I know. I don't know why. I I, I just have I to say one. Better. Now you said, you, you know how you say like you know your family doesn't want to spend time with you. They just show up. Well, I'll just say one thing. Wherever you are, I'll show up. Oh Jesus Christ! Here we go. It'll be there for you, like the Friends song. I'll be there for you. Oh, sorry. I thought I was thinking Bon Jovi. Now that'll work too. No. It either. I mean, it was weird that I said friends and you sang Bon Jovi. I, I mean, you must be tired. Uh, no, drunk. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not drunk either. I have not had any alcohol tonight. I'm proud of myself. Carrie Yates, we love you too. She says she loves our shows. We love you too. Thank you so much. And like I said, the next part of the show will be on Patreon only. It's only two bucks a month. It's only two bucks a month. So anyway, uh, and it's free for November. And maybe December. I don't know. He uh, Michael J's just going crazy. He's going plum ape. No, November's it. If you don't <laughs> sign up by the fucking end of November, it's it's for December, it's going you you gotta We're slashing deals over here, Rabbit Red. Come on down. All right. So anyway, everybody, good night. Uh, thanks for watching. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Incalculated silence Captivated by the violence I replay Fifteen years ago today Oh, an evil evolution Will bring a feeble institution to its knees Oh, doctor, can't you see That when the hands of fate From the midnight hour Behind this mask of hate I done the devil's
$50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 